Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over two million rolls every week. Well, hello and welcome to another Best of Bowie at Breakfast podcast with McGee's. We're here again. Hello. No. Thank you, McGee's. Yeah. Uh, on the show this week, we're talking about uh, your parents' clothes. Is that okay to wear them? Never wear any of your parents' clothes? Nah, just hoodies of my mum's. Your mum wears hoodies? Is she yeah, a gangster? in the house. No, she... in the house. Remember, it was to... So it made Did she feel... hang out with other mums at Newton Merns Cross? No. Uh, it was to make me feel closer to her. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, because she's it. away, and oh. I like wearing her big baggy hoodies. And you can wee... sniff her, can you? She's just a little bit bigger than me. Sorry, mum. Just a wee bit. Can you A couple sni- of sizes, about five sizes. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Is she five sizes bigger than you? Is she quite a portly lady, your mum? I've never met her. No, she's not. She's no. quite slim. Okay, and, and you say you like to sniff it because you can smell it. I don't sniff it. Is she a smelly did lady? Did I say? You, yeah, en- wait, wait, wait. Did, did, did I say at any point that I sniffed Your my mum's hoodie? <laughs> I can smell it for here. She's in Spain. No, you did. You said you like to sniff it because you can. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you said that. That is a lie. Maybe, maybe no, you I said I like to wear her hoodies. Right, just because it makes you feel closer to her. Yes. Does she have a moving scent? on? Does she have a kind moving of on perfume? No. Okay. Hi, mum. Uh, also. Workplace romances. Did they ever work? Can you ever have a workplace? Have you ever got an omen anyone in here? Never, ever. Have you ever even kissed somebody in here? No. No, are you sure? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're sure, or yes, you have. I'm sure that I've never kissed somebody in Is here. Is there anybody in here you would like to kiss? Who do you find attractive in here? Rob Waller. Rob Waller. Would you kiss Rob Waller? Closely if I you followed by mm-hmm. Jerry McCulloch. Yeah. And the girls then, love Jerry McCulloch, by I the way. Quite, Jerry McCulloch's a heartthrob with the girls in here, yeah. man. And I quite like Frank McAvenny, but don't tell him. Oh, that's it. You put that out there. Macca's going to be around your gaff, I'll tell you, because Macca tunes in all the time uh, because he obviously does Super Scoreboard as well. Next time he's in and you're doing travel, whoa, there might be some kind of romance going on there. Guys wearing makeup. We had a wee chat about that. Also, wow, people wearing pyjamas in public. I've never seen a response like that of you. No, I know. It went mental. It went crazy. It was mad. But none of this, none of this compares to the best make your dad mad call ever. We uh, went on air, we played it out, we put it up on Facebook. Within an hour, we had over 12,000 hits mm-hmm. on Facebook. People wanted to hear it again. It was a belter. It was, and it was a double whammy because not only was dad involved, mum was involved. It's Karen who's ran out of petrol again, and some guys come by, offered to help, but he's got a jerry can full of diesel, and the car doesn't take diesel, but he's not taking no for an answer. Karen's dad is getting very <laughs> frustrated, but not as much as her mum. Here's what happened on Make Your Dad Mad. Hello. I've broke down. We are. At Shettleton. I think I've run out of petrol again. But this guy's done here and he's trying to put, uh, he's got a wee tank of diesel and he's saying he'll put that in and it'll get it going. No, no diesel. No, no, no. Don't put diesel in that. Aye, he says that if he puts it in it'll be alright. No, no. Don't put diesel on a petrol motor. Can I know just stick this wee bit of diesel in just to get me down to the garage? No. Hello. Hello. Hello, how you, how you doing? Are you Karen's dad, aye? Aye. Uh, I think she's ran out of diesel. No, it's, it's a petrol motor, No, mate. no, this is a diesel motor, mate. Don't worry about it. I've, I've, I've got it all sorted out. I've got diesel here. No, that's petrol. No, no, it's diesel, mate. It's all right. Petrol? No, no, trust me. I know what I'm talking about. Here, trust me, mate. I bought the motor. It's listen, a petrol l- listen, motor. Listen, mate, I've worked with cars 25 years, man and boy. Aye. I, I know my stuff here. This is definitely a diesel motor. That is a petrol motor. I bought listen, it. Listen, Dafty, it's diesel. It's a wee green diesel puma. No, that's petrol. 
petrol, mate. No, it's diesel, man. I'm telling you. That's a petrol motor. I'm telling you, my uncle used to have one of these back in the day. That is a petrol motor. I'm a mechanic. I don't care if you're it's a mechanic. Not, That's a petrol motor. Why are you shouting at me? I'm trying to help out. Right, I'll put the lassie back on, right? Right. Nah. Calm, that's a petrol motor. Well, I'm trying to clog on the pipes up and everything. He's saying not, don't, he don't, let her, don't let him put pit diesel on that. He, he just won't stop. He's actually got the petrol cap open and everything. Stand back, pet. Tell me, get his. Tell me, leave it. I'm on my way. He's got the petrol cap and everything on. Tell me, leave it alone. Hello? Hey, hello, you've put diesel on a petrol motor. I told you that. It's a petrol motor. It's a diesel motor, you dafty. What do you know? I'm a mechanic. You're no mechanic. You're a McCormick. Shushed. I'm passing by here. I'm trying to help a young lady in distress here. No way, Dave. Leave her alone. Well, it's... Leave her. Don't put any diesel on her motor at all. I put the diesel on the motor. Who's going to pay me for the diesel? I'm five quid down here. You shouldn't have put the diesel on the motor. Right, look. Hang on. Turn the key now, love. Try it again. Smoke coming out of Oh, that's funny, that smoke coming out. Hello. Hello, uh, it might have been petrol, actually. See, if you've damaged the car. Hang on, who are you? You are paying for it, I'm a mother. It's got nothing to do with you. Ah, it's plenty to do it's with me, I'm a mother. Do. It's got nothing to do with you, Dafty, you right? You've diesel in that car, uh, hey. and it's damaged. You are getting paid for Oh, you're a mouthy one. It. I'm trying to you help out. You're not to put diesel in a petrol car. Well, I thought it was diesel. We told you it was petrol. We told you, you not to You never told me anything. In. You're just coming on now, mouthing off. No, Listen, you have damaged that car. I've no damage you You owe me a fiver for diesel, pet, right? No, Look, you nothing. I understand your concern here. But you girls don't know anything about cars. That car, that car was damaged long before I came near it. That car is no damage. There's was, nothing wrong with that I was car. just passing by. I'm going to put this lassie back on. Hold on a minute. Right. Hold. What kind of parent is he? He leaves his lassie stranded like that. He told her he was on his way. You were just blagging. You're a mechanic. I was you know getting confused. But you know nothing. I'm not. We told you it was petrol and you did not listen. I used to be a mechanic. It's just. I used to be. Is that how you're no because um, you don't know what you're doing. No, I haven't got a clue. I had to give up being a mechanic because I kept messing up. But I thought this is a chance. This is a chance to redeem myself. Put my daughter back on that phone. I'll accept a check. Hello. He's not a mechanic. He says he kept up. That's why he's not a mechanic anymore. Tell him not to be there when your dad gets there. Do you know what I became when I stopped being a mechanic? My daughter's taking your, your registration. I'll get give off you... the phone and get it to my daughter. My registration's... No. Get off the phone! But... Get off the phone! But shh! I'm no shushing You know what nothing. you need to do, Pet? You need to shushed. Get off shushed. the phone that, now! That, I used to be a mechanic. You're no name mechanic, mate. Put my daughter back on the phone now. Is that man coming to give me the five pounds? No, he's not coming to give you no five pounds. Try calling people out of money. I'm not calling anyone out of money. I'm giving her a hundred quid. For what? For being on Make Your Dad Mad on Clyde One. What? <laughs> She's live on Clyde One. Stop swearing. We're on Make I Your Dad Mad. I want that rubbish. Mark, I'm doing This might be Make Your Dad I Mad. Don't... It's suddenly become Make Your Mum Mad. This is I awesome. Yeah, I told you. I want you to love and go crazy. Karen said I'm to me. I'm going to you, Karen. Karen said to me, whatever you do, don't get my mum on the phone because she'll go crazy. I just what want to go off town and you'll shout to me. <laughs> Um, is it ever acceptable to wear your parents' clothes? Is it, it anything? Because I have never, ever 
worn any of my parents' clothes. And I don't think I ever would. Cass? See, I would wear my mum's hoodies in the house, but it's just because she's away most of the time and it makes me feel closer to her. That is so cheesy, I know, oh, wow. right? No, I know, but well, I do just you sit like... you sniff it? You're no, I just like putting it on. Because all by myself? Not shut up. Um, it's just because it's a wee bit baggier and it's comfy. But the thing is, at the weekend, my mum did try and give me a jacket before she oh. left to go home. Uh, and it was three sizes too big. And I didn't want to say, Mum, it's too big, because I just felt a bit rotten, so I, I took it anyway. Oh, I think that's really sweet, the fact that you just wear it to be... Oh, don't... Wait a minute, I'm not that lonely. Sing it in Spanish. idea what all about myself is in Spanish. Cheerio, bye. Okay. Um, yeah, my, the reason I'm asking this is my son, Ross, right, who plays in a rock band, and he's quite a cool kid, took one of my coats the other, uh, last week it was. He's had it on every day since. Yes, yeah, see, so he feels close to his dad. No, he does nothing to do with He's close to his dad anyway. I'm there all the time. He's sick of the sight of me, right? But he's wearing this coat constantly, and when he, he went out and it, my wife said, well, that coat really suits you, Ross. And he said, yeah, I know. And then he left. And uh, she said, you're never going to see that coat again. I said, I can wait, you go. It's, it's his dad's coat. He's going to bring it back tomorrow. We'll be fine. Right? Had it on the next day. The next day, had it on again at the weekend. She's right. I'm never going to see that coat again. Is it? If I'm thinking, I would never wear my dad's clothes. It's wrong. Even when my dad died, God rest his soul. I'd, like, my mum gave me loads of his stuff. I thought, I'm never going to wear that. Where am I going to wear a sheepskin coat? Or a camel coat? Can you imagine turning up at the arches in a sheepskin coat? To be honest, it wouldn't surprise me. Um I was just wondering, is this ever acceptable to wear your parents' clothes? I'm thinking of Gary first. Hello. Oh, uh, there's a talk about uh, your kid wearing your uh, yeah, clothes. Yeah, is that ever acceptable? I got a load of brand new t-shirts for Christmas and my daughter's wearing them as jammies now. Your daughter's wearing your t-shirts as jammies? Aye, I, I can't, I can't get wearing them. Yeah, she wouldn't wear them in public, but it's all right. I'm in my bedroom. No one's going to see me. I can wear this. Hang like, on, that t-shirt is like thirty quid. Thanks, Aye. thanks, Gary. Cheers, mate. Speak to you later. Hey, hey, cheers. Hello, Stuart. Hi, George. How are you doing? I'm all right, pal. Talk to me about wearing your fairest clothes. No, George, but it proves you must be quite trained if your son wants to wear your coat. So I should take no. it as a compliment. Absolutely, George. I like that. But. I, but I can just imagine you up the arches with a camel coat and I you would just look good. I look like Del Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Annette's on the phone. She wants to discuss this right now. Uh, because I was saying that uh, my dad used to wear big sheepskin coats. I don't think I could wear one of those. However, maybe she could. Hello. Hi, George. Do you remember we did the thing about Cassie eating the chocolate in the morning? Yes. I phoned in and I stuck up for Cassie. And you played it mm-hmm. and said, um, I wouldn't like to go back to her with my wages short. <laughs> that sounds right? like me. Do you remember? I do. And guess what I'm wearing driving to work? It's Is it your parents' clothes? It's my dad's sheepskin jacket. A sheepskin jacket? You do look a like Del Boy. jacket, George. Wow. Okay, and sh- that's what my talent what tells me. So I'm, I'm taking it personally, George It's as if I'm watching you. So you're eating chocolate first thing in the morning like Cassie, and you're wearing sheepskin coats like exactly, Archie McPherson. Exactly, exactly what it's like, George. Like Archie McPherson. And do you know what? It's roasty toasty. Can you give me a whoosh swept away in an Archie McPherson style? A whoosh swept away! 
Speak to you later. Thanks, Annette. Cheers. Bye, John. Um, one of my mates is involved in a workplace romance. This came out over the weekend when we were out, and um, he was telling me all about it. I said, you've got to come on the show. And he was not up for it at all. I said, look, we'll disguise your voice. We have the technology to do this. And he wasn't sure if I was being serious or not, but I did phone him up, and we have disguised his voice. And he'd like to talk, well, I'd like to talk to him, he doesn't want anything to do with it, but I'd like to, I'd like to talk to him about a workplace romance, and I'd love your views on workplace romances as well. You can give us a call anytime on 0141-951-1025. Let's call him Davy, right? This is the chat we had with, that's not his real name, but this is the chat we had with Davy a little bit earlier. Have you disguised my voice yet? Yes, your voice is disguised, Dafty, it's fine, just chill. Tell us what's happening. We haven't really sort of been going out that long, and... I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, and I don't want to be the chat of the office, you know that way? You are all, trust me when I tell you, you are already the chat of the office. Oh. Everybody is speaking about you. David, does anybody know yet? Well, just her, but do you, do you think she'll have told her pal? Of course she told her pal. They got the toilet together. What do you think they speak about in there? Oh. See, this is the thing. David just wants a drama-free life. Yeah. No, I don't want the drama. We just have a week chat every now and again at the vending machine and the water cooler, and then... Try and keep it on the down low. Because the other thing as well, I might have more than one iron in the fire, if that makes sense. Hey! <laughs> right, Davey boy, now we're talking. Turn up the gas. Wait a minute. Right. So there might have been an incident with another workmate? Oh, no, not another workmate, but I just don't want... I just don't want everybody knowing my business. And all of a sudden, everyone's interested. How does she feel about this? Is she almost pushing you? Is it almost an ultimatum, or what's happening? It's been a few months now, and actually she's like, come on, we need to start telling people. I'm like, well, I don't know. Hang on, did I hear you say a a few months? Aye, well, like November. Well, I've just found out about this now, right? But I'm guessing all her pals have known for ages. I'll tell you why. Because guys are better at keeping secrets than girls. I know why I didn't tell you. Go on. Because this is what was going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <right>? You would have... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're so right. Yeah. That's exactly why So, how serious do you want it to be with this girl who we're going to call Sandra? Mm, fairly. Let's say fairly. Not 100%. And that's the problem because how awkward is it going to be you know, we actually work quite closely in the office, and if it all goes horribly wrong, then I might need to leave my job, or maybe get her sacked or something, you know, I don't right. want that. here's what I'm going to do, I'm going to try and get hold of Sandra, and I'll have a wee chat with well, her, right? Why do you want to do that? Because I'm your mate, I'm in your camp, but I have to see it from her side as well, but I also want the listeners to get involved and tell me if they've ever been in a similar situation. Maybe it was, they were watching from afar, or maybe they were involved. Can it work? But are you going to disguise where you, I mean, Sandra's voice, though? Did you nearly say her real name there? No, Sandra, I mean Sandra. <laughs> right, I'm going to get back to you on this one, mate. Stay on the line, because I want to get... Because I haven't got Sandra's number. And you think I'm going to give it to you? Well, somebody said it was written in the gent's toilet wall. I don't know if that's true. But uh, oh. I'll talk to you off here, mate. Thanks, pal. Talking about workplace romances today. Is, is it possible to have such a thing and everything will be okay? How do you feel about it, Cass? I think that it's all right, but I don't think anybody should know. Okay, my mate Davey is having a workplace romance mm. with a girl. His name's not Davey, by the way. And no, he's having a, a relationship with somebody who we're going to call Sandra. I've been trying to phone her. Well, I'm going to... I tried to phone her once and it He's did. probably warned her. It went to he answer said, phone don't her. pick up your phone because this weirdo's going to phone up. Well, I thought it was too early. I'm maybe going to wait till a little bit later and then really harass her. Keep trying to like, yeah. This is what Davey had to say earlier, brother. We've got a little clip here. Try to keep it on the down low. Because the other thing as well, I might have more than one iron in the fire, if that makes sense. Hey! <laughs> Davey! Right. Davey boy, now we're talking. Davey's like a player. 
He's like the Lee Ryan of Glasgow in the West. Um, I've got a load of texts on this one. Uh, bye bye. On offers romance, I dated a woman in a workplace which didn't last more than a few months. Shortly after, she confirmed her preference for another lady. That's right. I turned her. Helped my confidence no end, that did, says Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> what can I say? Um, I had a workplace romance 17 years uh, ago and we're still married. Anyone seen this? Uh-huh. Sometimes it can work out. What you got over there, Cass? Pamela Sheehan said, no, 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 it's never a good idea. Wendy Lennon said, I married mine and the best thing is he proposed and Clyde one with George. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And finally. And Caroline said, bad, bad, bad. Try managing two people in a, a relationship in the same company. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it must be a nightmare for the other people around you as well. You know, for the workmates. I've never thought of it from, from that perspective too. This is on the back of one of my mates, Davey, who's not his real name, by the way. And we um, disguised his voice when he phoned in a little bit later to admit that he's having a, a relationship with somebody in the workplace, a wee romance going on, and she wants to tell everyone he's not so keen. Not 100%, and that's the problem, because how awkward is it going to be? You know, we actually work quite closely in the office, and if it all goes horribly wrong, then I might need to leave my job. He doesn't talk like that in real life, by the way, just so we're clear on that. <laughs> Why would somebody want to date a guy that sounds like that? Sounds like um, Jigsaw from the, the Saw movies. No, he doesn't, right? We disguise his voice. And the girl that he's seeing is Sandra, who I've been trying to phone all morning. Sandra's not a real name, by the way. I finally got her um, just before the news there, and I recorded a wee call. Would you like to hear what Sandra had to say, Cassie? Go on. How about you? Would you like to hear? Here it is. This is my call to Sandra when she finally answered. I was like, yes! Hello? Hello, is that Sandra? Yes. Hello, Sandra. It's George Bowie here, King of Breakfast Radio. Oh, Please don't boy, swear. Hi. You're live on Cloud One. Cassie's here as well, by Hello. the way. Hello. Hello, so Sandra. Know. So hi, you get, Cassie. You get a girl hi. to back you up. Now, I know that you're seeing my mate. Okay. Right? And I know you're quite open about it and you're quite willing to tell everyone, but he's not too keen. How do you feel about that, Sandra? I don't see what the problem is. I don't I don't understand why there's such a big problem with it. Oh, see, well, I can kind of understand, you know, because like, if his wife and kids found out. Joke, joke, just have that carry on, right? No, so. none of that, George. I'm thinking, is it not better that you don't tell anyone because will it not affect your work? Not really, because I think that if we just keep it separate, then it's, it's fine. I think you can still have a, a professional relationship and work. But the thing is, right, I mean, I've been with the same woman for God knows how long. And I'll go home and she'll say, what happened today? And I'll say, yada, yada, yada. And what happened to you? Oh, I did this, I did that. And then by the time I know it's time to go to bed, don't need to make any more conversation. You guys are going to go home and just sit there. No, but then we can talk about people as well. <laughs> oh, you can bitch about people in the workplace. That's a good one. I never, never thought about that. Yeah, and he understands. Like, if, if I'm worked up about something at work, he understands why I'm worked up. Oh. oh. Sandra, why does Davey not want anyone to know? I don't know. I think it's you don't want to kind of damage anything that's going on at work. But I think you can totally keep it separate and you can still have, still have a good time. So do you think you're going to marry Davey? <laughs> I think it's far too innocent to say that. Okay. Does he ever come over? Sometimes, yeah. Right, just stop there. Separate rooms? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to. I just, Sandra, I'm tell him to shut up. Sandra, you know, Davey's my mate. I'm just looking out for him. It's all good. And, uh, you know, for, as long as you guys are happy together. Okay, thank you. And thanks for finally answering. It was worth the wait. Speak to you soon. Bye, Bye. Sandra. Oh, true love. Is it all right for a guy to use his wife's beauty products, whether it be moisturizer, hairspray, makeup? And is there a line? Is there a line that we don't cross? Firstly, moisturiser is all right. Okay, moisturiser is good. But get your own, right? 
because you get guy stuff as well. I don't know you if it's... You get guy stuff. I'm guessing it's the same stuff. They just charge twice as much. Mm. Makeup... I'm, I might be wrong. It's not okay. Not okay? No. Like, what were you thinking? Guy liner. No. I think, you know, that, that looks in. I think it would go with my beard. It would highlight my beard and my eyes. No, George. I think no I should try liner. some guy liner. I mean, yeah. I'm it's, up for putting it on you and it, trying it out, but... um. I don't really agree with it, you know. Would you be uh, disappointed if your man Steggy was to put someone? I would be very disappointed. Would you really? Yes. Has he ever done it in the past? No. Not when you're home. He's anyway. not even asked. <laughs> like when you're out the shops, he puts on all your eyeliner, all your foundation, your lipstick, your favourite dress, stands in front of the mirror and sings, "I'm every woman." But that's between you and him. Right? Exactly. Here's the thing. 0141-951-1025. Is it all right, ladies, for your man to, you know, put on a bit of your guy line? Just a little bit guy line. <laughs> Everyone's phoning in there. Yeah. Hi, Lee. Is it all right to wear eyeliner? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, how about if I wore it to a gig? No, but I need to tell you that, George. Okay. I got a lady shaver for my Christmas. Uh-huh. And my partner has been caught using it. And not in the face, so you can't imagine where. Right. <laughs> wow. That's not very hygienic at all. No, so he was in trouble. Okay, I can only <laughs> imagine. And now everybody knows. At all. But George, quick question. Did your daughter get a belly done? She's whisked out of it so far, but I told you that. She wouldn't go through with it. She says, oh, it's too cold. I'm waiting till the summer. But we'll wait and see. You and I both know it ain't going to happen. Did he look quite fetching in it, Stuart? Well, not for me, but maybe for some people, but he enjoyed it anyway, George. Thanks for that, mate. Okay, pal, cheers. Do you think the mate was Stuart? <laughs> Does he sound like this at the As long as he enjoyed himself. That's all that matters. Uh, what you got over there on Facebook, Cash? Right, Kellyanne Gallagher said, My boyfriend used my expensive face cream to soften his beard. <laughs> I think that would happen a lot these days with all the beards kicking about. Do you think I should do that with my beard? Do you not already yeah. do it now? No, I don't actually. Right. A diet? Does that help? It doesn't soften it. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? I've got Jill who said, Yeah, of course. Although my ex used to constantly steal my foundation and eyeliner. It drove me mad. I've never worn eyeliner in my life. Yeah, I've put on moisturiser, fake tan uh, every Thursday as well. That's why we call it fake tan Thursday. Yeah. But um, eyeliner, no. But you want to try it. I'm not adverse to the idea. Mm. What happens if it suits me and I have to wear it all the time? Um, Liana says, any guy that's borrowed my makeup would be out the door. Ha! Take that. Thank you very much. Is it okay for a guy to wear his partner's makeup? Right? Because girls get uptight about this. There's been a lot of stuff on Facebook and Twitter, I've noticed. Girls going crazy. The guy's like, we started off, we're using our moisturiser, that was okay. Uh, we're pushing it a little bit with a fake tan, it was, oh, hang on a minute. All right. And then, once the foundation and the eyeliner started going missing, all bets were off. Uh, I've got a call here. Hello, Clyde One. Hello, George, this is Kellyanne. How are you? I'm brewing Kellyanne now. What can I do for you? Well, I heard your thing talking about guy liner. Yes. Where is it you work, Kellyanne? I own MK Max Studios in Glasgow's West End. I'm oh, that sounds quite posh. Very, very popular. Lots of boys use guy liner. I think you'd look fantastic with it on. Do you think I could pull off that look? Seriously? You can, yeah. Lots Who, of guys wear it. Who's the guy in One Direction that wears it all the time? Is it Louis? Zane. Is it not Zane? Oh, is it Zane? It? Right. There's a few of them, I think, try, try that on. And it's a bit, you know, I, I don't really look like one of One Direction, you know what I mean? I'm a dad of three, Kelly. 
Yeah, but you might do after some guy liner. Oh, they, well, there's a very valid point, Cass. What do you think? <laughs> Kelly, do you think it'll bring out his eyes? Oh, well, if he goes in with a really deep black coal pencil, I definitely think it will, yeah. Like a Johnny Depp kind of look. Yeah, total smudged, like that sort of Jack Sparrow thing. Yeah, right. I've, I've got a beard going on, Kelly. I, d- I don't know if that, that Jack Sparrow's got a beard, hasn't he? Yeah, beards are on trend as well. A bit of guy liner and a beard to be sorted. Okay, what um, other kind of guy's makeup is there? Is it only kind of guy liner? Is that the only one? Or? Do you know what else is really popular? Contouring. Contouring? Oh, talk to me about contouring. What's that? Contouring. Hey, you've got like a really round face shape. Gives that sort of really chiselled, slim face. Ooh. Really interesting. Well, we don't want to make him too attractive because he's married, you know, so... Yeah, oh, well, then there's a thing, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I'm fighting off the woman with a stick, to be honest with you. Oh, Kelly, I know, it's, it's, it's tough. terrible. It's tough in here. You know, talking yesterday about workplace romances, then I start contouring before you know it. All the girls are queuing up. It's like a Lynx advert. Oh, you'll be fighting them all. It's not good. Okay, let me try some of this then. Why don't I try... Will I try the guy liner? You will. I'll send you some guy liner. Oh, guy liner's good. All right. Cass, you want to try it? Will you, will you apply it? Because I know you used to do makeup. Yeah, I can apply it for you. I'll try. But you once waxed my eyebrows. Yeah. That, that was a beautiful moment. Uh, Kellyanne's laughing good. God, I can only imagine what you looked like afterwards. Yeah, it looked like I'd been in an accident. Um, so what I'll do is I'll get the guy liner. Yeah, get guy liner. Pop it on. Try it. Give it a go and see how you feel. I like the idea. I feel a video coming on here. It sounds good. Listen, Kellyanne, thank you so much for phoning. Thank you. Cheers, and Kelly. I will get back to you with the results. All right. I look forward to it. Speak to you yeah. soon. Linda has been on the phone with a question, and I, I don't really know the answer to this. Cass, have a listen. See if you can help. Good morning, George. Hello, Linda. What's happened? Can you ask people a question for me? Yes, I can. Pajamas in the house or for wearing outside, going to the shop, going to the nursery. It's driving me crazy seeing all these lasses jumping about in their pajamas at the shops. See, I sleep naked, and I've been told I'm not welcome in the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> It's to a band, band for a month, cover up gout. Um, yeah, they're going to the shops in your pajamas. Ever done it? No, no. It's got honestly, pajamas are for in the house. But it doesn't bother me. It's like I, I appreciate people are busy, particularly young mums and all that. Every minute's a prisoner. If I could get yeah. away with it, I would come to work in comfy clothes. But it's just like respectful to wear normal clothes, like to get changed out of your jammies. Like you've been sleeping in them all night. There's know? no dress code in the shops, but maybe they haven't been sleeping in them. You know, maybe they just put them on because they like to lounge about the house and something comfortable. Mm, no, there's something wrong about it. Callum has been in touch. He said, "I saw a guy going into farm foods with his house coat on." Yeah, see, that's wrong. Is that wrong? How can you defend people like that? Well, maybe he's no well. Right, maybe he's just got out of hospital Can he not just put on a wee pair of linens and a wee shirt or something I, I, like that? Do you know, I, I, I'm trying to defend people in the pyjamas because I was saying earlier on, you know... A house coat and farm busy, foods. But a house coat and farm no! foods is just wrong. No. Right? Even I can't defend that. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm the open-minded one here. I'm like, oh, you know, people are busy. I understand. Yeah, it's not the kind of thing I would do, but I don't take offence at it. But a house coat and yeah, farm Yeah, I don't foods. take offence, but I don't agree with it either. And farm foods is freezing. It's all frozen stuff. You don't want to be walking about there in your pyjamas. You know what I mean? No, no. It's not good. What else you got over there, Cass? Right, Julie Sharkey, she said, ugh, nothing wrong with it. I see loads of people in the pub dressed worse than that. So she thinks it's fine. Carol Thompson said, can't stand to see people doing that. Looks really undignified and downright lazy. Jeanette said, I've seen them in the bus, in their pyjamas. Well, maybe they're going to the supermarket, cut them some slack gear. Linda phoned in earlier with this question. Pyjamas, it's driving me crazy seeing all these lasses jumping about in their pyjamas at the shops. No, it doesn't bother me. I couldn't care less. Cassie's yeah, there's with Linda something on this. wrong about it. 
Well, I, I don't even notice. It's like I just see when I'm in a little bubble. When I go to the supermarket, I just like concentrate on what I need to get and then it leave. Takes two seconds to put on even a comfy tracksuit to go to the shops. How about a house coat? No. Um, Mark says, in fairness, it's not just the girls. I was in uh, McDonald's during Springburn. <laughs> a full family came in with pyjamas and... A full family in pyjamas? <laughs> You're joking, what, like, mum, dad, mop on the wings? I mean, we could have believed you staring back like that. No way. In McDonald's? Yep. Mark, I'm loving it! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Hi, thank you. Uh, here's Lauren, what did you see? Well, I saw a guy down at my local shops in a onesie. But it was one of the onesies with, like, animal ears and a tail. Yeah. It's okay we kids wearing that, but grown men, eh, I'm not so sure. No, I know. A tail. That was the bit that like Did you pull his tail? Did you tug his wee tail? <laughs> I should have done that, shouldn't I? Man, we're asking your take on it. The grumpy lecturer said this. Pyjamas. Yes. When was the last time you saw pyjamas and Ugg boots on the catwalk? It's a very valid point. Robert the Butcher had this to say. I'm just, like, I'm... With Cassie with this pyjama lock. Ah, you're not a fan. Did they come into your butcher shop in their pyjamas? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but they do go into some shops, don't they, Albert? Uh, we've got a shop in Bridgeton, and it's not just pyjamas. They come in with these big, massive rollers in as well. So they come in dressed up with a tiger suit onesie on and the big, giant rollers in their hair. And it's nine in the morning, and I says, oh, you just done this? no, this is us all dressed up for going out tonight. Bowie at Breakfast, official podcast with McGee's. Baking over 2 million rolls every week. Call.